0: Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also, take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 146, Building and Managing Remote Teams. So with the rise of technology, remote work sort of becoming increasingly popular and many businesses, especially online businesses, are opting to hire remote employees or even go as far as building fully remote teams. Managing remote teams can present unique challenges and require a different set of skills and strategies compared to traditional in-person teams. So in this podcast, I'm going to run through five of the key considerations for building and managing remote teams successfully. Okay, so the first consideration is hiring the right people. So the first step in building a successful remote team is actually getting the right people to work for you. So remote workers really need to be self-motivated and have excellent communication skills and be able to work independently because obviously you're not with them during work hours. So when you're hiring someone for a remote position, I guess it's essential to focus on these skills and qualities rather than everything on that sort of technical skills and experience. So I guess you also want to make sure that the candidates have the necessary equipment and technology to work remotely. Um, And also a key thing is that reliable internet connection in a suitable workplace. So, so some of the remote workers that you find, you know, being based in different countries, you know, they might have a good hourly rate that's, that's, you know, quite desirable to you, but then you find out that actually where they're based, they don't have a very reliable internet. So one you can't get in touch with them as uh, much as you want to. And two, their work is actually interrupted by, you know, internet going out from time to time. So these things are different questions you need to ask versus if you were just employing someone to work with you in person. Um, now, it's definitely one of those ones which I have focused on when I've employed freelancers before, is really looking at that communication skills and being. Um, able to connect with them when you need to connect with them and being able to get them to understand exactly what you want because it's very hard when it's you know they're working remotely and you can't sit there and explain something to them Um, okay so the second one is communication communication is critical when managing remote teams because unlike In-person teams, remote teams rely so heavily on the digital communication channels. You know, the likes of the email, your instant messaging, and obviously your video conferencing. So it's really essential to establish these clear communication protocols and ensure that everyone knows how to use these tools effectively. And that's even more so in this day and age when we've got so many tools available to us to help us use this um, sort of communication Um, techniques and channels, and basically connect with different people around the world. You want to set up sort of like that regular check-in, so a regular time and day of each week where you have a a check-in or a team meeting, one-on-one meetings, and all the rest of that. So you're always giving them a regular opportunity to connect back with you, report back where they're at, and then you can give them feedback and send them away to do the next stage of their work so one thing you need to be aware of is because you're not working with them in person you are going to have to communicate with them more than you probably would um, via these channels uh, you know with compared to someone who you would work with normally because you can't just talk to them they're not sitting at the desk opposite you. So make sure you've got those tools set up well and the protocols and procedure with your freelancers are set up that they know how and when to use these tools. Okay, the third one is trust and accountability. These are essential components of a successful remote team because when team members work remotely, you can't keep an eye on them. So you can't monitor their activities And this does make some uh, owners and managers feel, you know, uneasy. But micromanaging these remote workers can also be counterproductive and damage that sort of team morale. So you need to find that happy medium of being able to monitor what they're doing, but clearly communicate what they're meant to do, and also put timeframes around it so they have clear expectations and deliverables. So then you can trust your team to get the work done. And again, that comes back to these regular check-ins, you know, progress reports to make sure that everyone's on track and that you're actually getting the deliverables that you agreed to with your remote team. All right, number four, managing time zones. So one of the biggest challenges of of managing a remote team is time zones. So when team members are all, located in different parts of the world, scheduling meetings and sort of coordinating that work can be a challenge. So it's it's pretty essential to have that clear understanding and schedule of, you know, who's available when and when these meetings are going to take place. And there's heaps of tools out there now with scheduling apps and things, time zone computers and all the rest of it that you can use to help you get that set up. I mean, we um, find that, uh, slightly difficult down here in New Zealand because we're pretty much 11 or 12 hours, depending on the time of year, um, in front of Europe. So we're ten, um, sorry, 11 or 12 hours ahead of Europe most of the time. So when it's 9 p.m. night time for me, it's 9 a.m. or the start of the work day for anyone in Europe. So I find myself talking to some of our team members later in the evening because they're just starting their day for work. So it's something to be aware of um, and just make sure that you know what time zones you're working or working in and set up that scheduling around that so it's well organized. Right, the fifth and final one of these ways to manage your remote team better is building a strong culture. Now, you may not think of this because you're thinking, well, hang on a minute. A strong culture is very important when you've got an in-house team and you're, you know, you're, you're working together uh, in the same office each day. But it's even more important when you're working with remote teams because these team members are working by themselves for most of the time. So they need to feel part of a cohesive group, part of your business. So even if they're not obviously working in the same physical space, it's important to have that regular sort of team activities and try and work out some sort of virtual social events you could hold, um, or even recognition programs, all that stuff builds that team morale and, and creates a sense of belonging because a lot of these remote workers can feel pretty lonely. You know, they're sitting at the end of a computer um, working away all day that, you know, they're working for you and your business, but they're not actually, you know, physically in your your business and not physically with you. So building that strong team culture is, is definitely um, one to work on. So in summary, building and managing remote teams successfully requires a different set of skills and strategy compared to, you know, that traditional in-person teams. So you need to make sure you're hiring the right people, establishing those clear communication protocols, building trust and accountability, managing your time zones and building a strong team culture. Because they're all absolutely critical components of building up and setting up that team structure that is then going to work. So you need to focus on those areas and then you'll find that your actual remote teams can be a lot more successful than if you don't focus on those areas. One of the things that I've struggled with, and this is a tip for you, the hardest thing I find is actually clearly giving instructions to remote workers and it's the actual physical giving it the instruction to them like do you write a list of the things you want to do you know um do you draw a drawing do you provide a a document you know how what's the best way and there's no set answer it depends on what the task is that they're doing i've found the more information i give um sometimes works best because then obviously you're not letting things fall through the cracks. But the key thing that I always work on is what's that deliverable? What is that result that you want out of them? If you can clearly communicate that to them, then you're not micromanaging them because you're letting their skills and experience work out the how. How are they going to get that deliverable done? You know, that's why you're employing them. Otherwise, why don't you do the work yourself? So you want to tell them what, focus on the end goal, tell them what you want and let them do the majority of that working out how to get to that point. But always include that time frame in it and and make sure that they stick to that because that's important for your business growth. You don't want your time frames being pushed out because, you know, deadlines aren't being met. So there's a wee tip for you. If you're stuck in your business and you want more advice about how to set up with freelancers or remote teams, uh, you can book a free 30-minute phone call with me um, on our website, emilyandblair.com. Also, there's heaps of other resources about freelancers and how to work remotely and all the rest of it um, in our blog and on our library content at emilyandblair.com. We'll put some links in the show notes for that. But that's all we've got time for in this episode, 146, Building and Managing Remote Teams. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.